Hello there, and thank you for joining me on this podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the element of our lives that affects the way we relate to human connections, particularly romantic relationships. This element is our attachment style. Being familiar with attachment styles helps with being better equipped for understanding each other, having the tools to use during conflict, and simply to know oneself on a deeper level. According to attachment theory, attachment styles develop early in our childhood, particularly till the age of three. Our attachment style is formed from the relationship we have with our primary caregivers. There are two primary attachment styles. These are secure and insecure. When a child's emotional needs were met for the most part, and this doesn't have to be perfect, but just enough for the child, he or she will develop a secure attachment style. This means they developed an internal sense of security that close relationships can be trusted. For example, what a child craves when they express sadness, anger, or discomfort is for the parent to validate that feeling. To simply say, I hear you, that must be so frustrating. Or, it's okay to feel this way. When a child's emotional needs are mostly dismissed, they will develop an insecure attachment style. Now let us dive into how secure and insecure attachment manifests in our adulthood as we go through them one by one. And I would encourage you to think on which style you're leaning more towards as we go through all of them. Let us unpack secure attachment first. This attachment style is considered the ideal, so to speak. People with this attachment style feel comfortable in intimate relationships and trust that their needs will be met. They are not afraid to voice their concerns and have pretty solid conflict resolution skills. Overall, securely attached individuals feel safe showing vulnerability but are not afraid of healthy distance. As for insecure attachment, the core wound is a fear of abandonment. While insecure attachment manifests in three different ways, what lies at the center for all the subtypes is mistrust that their needs will be safely met. These subtypes are anxious preoccupied attachment, dismissive avoidant attachment, and disorganized attachment, also known as fearful avoidant. Anxiously attached individuals crave intense closeness with their partner. As an anxiously attached person, you may experience extreme distress when separated from your partner, whether you feel like your partner is mentally checking out or you're away from them for long periods of time. Anxiously attached folks may be really prone to jealousy, occasional clinginess, as people say, and difficulty maintaining personal boundaries. Another aspect of the style is demonstrating protest behaviors when they feel like their needs aren't being met, such as trying to inspire jealousy in their partner, ignoring them purposefully to gain attention, and picking fights that seemingly come out of nowhere. Next, there is the dismissive avoidant attachment style. This attachment style is pretty much on the other end of the pendulum compared to anxious attachment. Avoidants are generally hyper-independent people that deeply value their autonomy. As an avoidantly attached person, you may be prone to feeling like you can do it all on your own and don't really need help from people around you. Growing up, you probably didn't see any compassion towards your feelings, so instead, you learn to not allow people in. Because if you feel like your emotions will be disregarded, why even bother at all, right? One thing to know about this attachment style is they are extremely sensitive to criticism and may interpret it as outright rejection. 
As a result of conflict, avoidants tend to want to flee from the situation. So if they stay in the room during the argument, they may appear to have emotionally checked out, meaning little to no eye contact and sometimes deflection of what their partner is saying. Other times, they may want to physically flee from conflict. Finally, there's the disorganized attachment style, otherwise known as fearful avoidant. This style combines tendencies of both anxious and avoidant attachment. For disorganized folks, relationships typically feel like a roller coaster of emotions. It's not uncommon for people to develop this attachment style when they come from very chaotic or even abusive households. While fearful avoidants crave intimacy and love, they also have a paralyzing fear of being betrayed by their loved ones. As someone with disorganized attachment, you may feel ecstatic in the beginning of a relationship, but start to lose interest in the other person as your relationship progresses. However, as soon as there is a shift in the behavior of your partner, you find yourself being more attracted to them and chasing them all over again. This is the hallmark of disorganized attachment, the push and pull that is often extremely hard to resist. I would like to point out that attachment styles aren't completely set in stone and may change over time. The goal is to develop a more secure sense of self through healing those parts of ourselves that struggle so deeply. The thing is, whichever one of these styles you identify with, it's understandable that you may have insecure reactions to painful and overwhelming events. To anyone that listens to this, I encourage you to look at yourself through more than a prism of your attachment, even if that's all this podcast was about. As humans, we are so nuanced that ticking one box to describe our entire lives would be a disservice to ourselves. At the core of it all, what we crave in relationships is love, recognition, and understanding. So take your time to recognize and understand yourself first. Who is underneath all that judgment? I promise you, you will uncover parts of yourself you never even thought existed. Thank you for joining me on this little audio journey, and I hope you could take something new from this. All the best.